Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Moshe Chaim Byron. Mesechus Yoma has been dedicated by Dr. and Mrs. Robert Goodman. Le'iloi nishmas Chaim Menachem Aaron ben Yecheskel Nechemia. Yuma daf Yud Zayin. The Gemara is discussing the stira between the Mishnah and Tamid and the Mishnah and Midais about the location of the Lishka Satloin. The Mishnah and Tamid says that it was B'miktsoya Marovis Tzvainis of the Beis HaMoyked, and the Mishnah Midah says that it was the Marovis Droimis of the Beis HaMoyked. And Rav Adob, Reiter of Yitzchak, answers, Aktuyi Mekatsya, Udaosim Mitzofen Meschazilei Bidarim, Udaosim Yidarim Meschazilei Bitzofen. It didn't reach all the way, neither to the Tzofen corner, nor to the Darim corner, and therefore if you were coming from the Darim, and you were looking at it, it looked like it was in the Tzofen side, it looked like it reached all the way to the Tzofen, and if you're coming from the Tzofen, it looked like it was in the Durham corner, because you were able to see that it didn't reach all the way to the Tzofen corner. And the Gemara continues, It's Mistabra that it really was closer to the Dremis Marovis corner, because the Gemara says there's a stira as far as the Mishnais, where the Lishkas Lecham upon him was. And in order to answer the stira, the Gemara wants to say that the Mishnah Midas was counting towards the right side, and the Mishnah and Tamid was turning towards the left. So if you'll say that the Lishka Satloim was really B'marovis Dremis, and you count towards the left, then the Lishka Slecham upon him will come out, the Mizrachis Dremis, which is what the Mishnah and Midas says as well. So the Tumishnais won't be a stira. Now the Gemara says at the end, why is it that the Mishnah and Tamid counted to the small? We always say, Kalpina Yishra'ata Poyne Lo Yehiyu Elo Derech Yemin. And that the Gemara answers, Hani Mili Ba'avayda. Here we're only making a cheshbin where the different lashakos were. We're not makbed to go to yimin. Now the Balamor over here explains. He says, It's only cheshbin but still, wouldn't it have been better to make the cheshbin yimin? Why did we dafka go to the smile? And he says because the anchor point of the Mishnah and Tamid is to talk about the tled that they used for the carbon Tamid, that they sent a kain to the lishkas at and the Mishnah says that the Lishkas Atloim was B'tzvainis Ma'aravis. Like the Gemara explains, because when you come from the Durham side, it seems that it was that way, the Tzvainis Ma'aravis. Actually, it was really the Dremis Ma'aravis. But once we said that Lishkas Atloim was Tzvainis Ma'aravis, so the Lishka that was mentioned next was the Lishkas HaChaisamais. Why? The Balamar says because that was really Tzvainis Ma'aravis. Once we're talking about the direction of Tzvainis Ma'aravis, we continued further to the left, to the Lishkei Sachaisomas, which was the room which was actually the corner of the Tainus Marovis. And once we were going to the left already, we continued further to the left, all the way around, until we finally reached the Lechem Aponim, which was Dremis Mizrachis. And now that we reached the Maskana of the Sugya, we know exactly where the four Lashakis were, let's look back at the Mishnah in Midas, which the Gemara brings earlier, Tesvavam and Beis. And the Mishnah says, Arba Lashakis Hayu Lubeis Amikir Kiktaniyais Hapsuchais Lachaklin. Shtayim Bekoidesh, Vishtayim Bechoil. Two of these rooms were Bekoidesh, and two of them were Bechoyl. Rashi over there says, because the base of it was Miktsasa B'nuya B'toy Chazara, and that part was Mikudish, and Miktsasa B'choyl, half of it was built Bechoyl, so the rooms that were in that half were Choyl, they were not Kodesh. Now which were the two rooms that were Kodesh, which were the two rooms that were Choyl? So for that we have to know where was the Lishka's base HaMoyked in relation to the Azara. So Toysus by Yosan Yudzayin Amar Beis, in the middle of Dibar Maschol Omar Mar, he says that the Mashmois of the Mishnah in Midas was that the base HaMoyked was on the Tzofen side of the Azara. 
It's actually a first Mishnah in Tamid Daflamid that the base of Meikad was the Tzvainis Ma'arovis of the Hazara. We have to know why Tosis doesn't mention that Mefirsh Mishnah. But according to what the Mishnah says, and according to what Tosis says, that it was B'tzafin, so it would come out that the two Lashakais, which are towards the Tzafin, they would already be outside of the Azara. Because if the base of Meikad was built half in the Azara and half out, and the base of Meikad itself was on the Tzafin side of the Azara, so what the Tzafin part of the, Lish- the Lishka's base of Meikad would be out of the Azara, and the Durham part would be inside the Azara. And if so, the two rooms, the two Lishkas which were Kadesh, would be the Lishkas HaChaisamais and the small base HaMaikade. And the two rooms which would be inside the Azara, on the Durham side, would be the Lishkas HaTzloim and the Lishkas Lechem Aparim. Those rooms would be Kadesh with Kedushas HaAzara. And the Tzveres Yisrael says Mufurish like this, in the first parak of Midas, Ois Mem Ches, and he says that the Lishkas Lechem Aparim and the Lishkas HaTzloim, those were the rooms which were Kadesh. And he gives a little bit of an explanation. He said, since these, was, these were actual karbonis, the lechem apanim went on the shulchan, and the tloim were actual behemoths for karbonis, so that was more mistaber that it should be kodesh, it should have kedusha sa'azara. Whereas the other two rooms, the chaysamais and the small beisam meikad, those they made bechol, they were not mekadosh them. However, the gain in his pirish mishnayis, in Talmud Parag Gimel Mishnah Gimel, he says otherwise. That's the Mishnah in Tamar that says that the Lishka Satloim was Bitsvainis Maravis. And the going quotes Agamara that actually it was really Dreymis Maravis. Just for someone coming from the Durham side, it seemed like it was Dreymis Maravis. And he says, nearly, that the Psicha, the entrance to this Lishka Satloim, was from the Tzofen side of the Lishka. In other words, one reached, one got inside the Lishka Satloim from the Beis Hambaikade into the Lishka Satloim, but not from the Durham side of the Lishka Satloim, from the Tzofen side of the Lishka Satloim. And therefore the Gain says, since you came in, you entered from the Tzofen side, and the area of the Beis Hambaikade which you entered from, that was part of the Beis Hambaikade which did not have Kedusha. Like we said, the Beis Hambaikade was half-half, half Kedush and half Choyl. The part that, of the Beis HaMekid, that from there you entered the Lishkas HaTloim, that was Bechoyl. And therefore the Lishkas HaTloim itself also did not have Kedusha. Because the din is that a Lishka, even if it's Boni Bakaydesh, but if it's Pasuach L'Choyl, the entrance is from Choyl, it does not have Kedusha. And therefore the Lishkas HaTloim did not have Kedusha because you entered it from the part of the Beis HaMekid, which was Choyl. And the going continues, why is it that we want that the Lishka Satlam should not be Niskadish? Kadeshul Yarbits Glolam Bazara. We don't want the animals relieving themselves in a place that has Kedusha Sazara. So it was Pasha to the Goyen that the Lishka Satlam cannot possibly have Kedusha. So the Goyen has to explain that the Pesach was Bechel, so it wasn't Niskadish. However, it would seem that according to the Goyen it should come out that Lachaira three of the Lishakas were Bechel. The Lishkas HaChaisamais and the small Beis HaMekid, which were on the Tzofen side, Pashas, they were not Neskadish. And the Goyen is adding that the Lishkas HaTloim also was not Neskadish. And if so, three of them would be Bechayel. However, if we look carefully in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, Shtayim Bekaydesh, Vishtayim Bechayel. Bekaydesh and Bechayel means that they were located in the part of the Azor that was Kaydesh. Two of them were Bekaydesh and two of them were Bechayel. But the Mishnah does not say that two, two of them had Kedusha, and two of them did not have Kedusha. And therefore it wouldn't be fair to say that in Hanami, all the Mishnah is telling us that two of them were built by Kedush, by Mokan Kedush, but like the Goyim says, even one that was built by Mokan Kedush, did not actually have Kedusha because it was Pesuach L'choyl. Now the Rambam, in Hilchas Beis Abchira, Perek Hei Halacha Tes, he says, Ba'is Godol Hoya, B'tzara Azara, B'tzvayna, Mibachutz, B'in Ha'azara V'achil. 
והוא היה נקרא בייס המייקל. ובשני פסוחים היה לו אחד פסוח לעזרו ואחד פסוח לחויל. And further in Aloha Yud, the Rambam says, Arba l'shokos ha'yubo, shtayim kodesh, v'shtayim choyl. So the Rambam in Aloha Tess, he's describing where exactly was the Beis HaMoikeid. He says it was b'tzad ha'azorah b'tzvayno, mi'bachutz, b'ena azorah v'achel. So the Achwenim are medayik in this Rambam, that he holds that the entire Beis HaMoikeid was built outside the area of the Azorah. He says it was mi'bachutz, b'ena azorah v'achel. The Choyk Nosen, in Tomid, Chof Heyman Beis is Meirich about this Rambam, and this is how he learns the Rambam, that the entire Beis HaMekid was built Bachutz. And he says the Rambam in Halacha Yud, if we look carefully, the Rambam doesn't say that Shtayim Bakodesh is Shtayim Bachoyl. Now like Rashi, that we saw earlier on Tezvavim and Beis, Rashi's Girsa was Shtayim Bakodesh or Shtayim Bachoyl, like Rashi explained, because the Beis HaMekid straddled the Azara, half of it was in the Azara and half of it was out, and therefore two of the rooms came out Bikhoidesh and two Bechoyl. The Ramam held that the whole thing was Bani Bechoyl, and the Ramam, when he talks about the Lashokais, he's not talking about where they were, he doesn't say they were Bikhoidesh or Bechoyl, he was talking about whether they had Kedusha or not, and he says, Shtayim Kedush or Shtayim Choyl, two of them have Kedusha and two of them don't have Kedusha. And why do they have Kedusha? So the Chaygnosan that we mentioned discusses this. He has st- different stadim possibly because you entered them from Mamokim Kaidish. So even though they were Bani Bechoyl, but since the Pesach was from Kaidish, so they had Kedusha. Or he says, and he brings a different Makar to say, that even though they were Bani Bechoyl, nevertheless they were Mekadish them, they gave them a Kedusha Zazara, even though they weren't actually part of the perimeter of the Azara. And there is such a Musik of being Mekadish something with Kedusha Zazara. Al-Kaponim, that's how he learns the Rambam and other Achroinim as well, that the Rambam held that the entire base of Meikid was Bani Bechayl, and two of the rooms had Kedusha Sazara. And he says, what was the Hechach of the Rambam to say that the whole base of Meikid was Bani Bechayl? He says, because the Rambam held that the entire base of Meikid, in other words, the area that was not part of the four rooms, the rest of the base of Meikid, that was all Chayl, it did not have Kedusha Sazara. And the, the right to that is from the first Mishnah in Tamil, the Mishnah says that the Beis HaMikid was a Bayez Godol, and it was Mukaf Ravdim, it had a ledge all the way around, it was a ledge, Shal Evan Shezikne Beis Av Yeshenim Sham. The older Kaihanim used to sleep there. And the Mefarish over there in the beginning of Tamil is bothered by, how can we say that it was Mukaf Ravdim Shahu Yeshenim Sham? Half of it was Niskadish, and you can't sit and definitely not sleep in an area that has Kedusha Sazara. And therefore the Mefarish is Madchik, and it doesn't really mean that there was a ledge all the way around. It just means in the half that was not in the Skadish, there there was a ledge where they slept on. And the Chagnosan says the Ramam was bothered by this. The Mishnah Kipchute means that the entire Dishka space and Maikid was Mukaf Ravdim, and therefore the Ramam learns that the whole thing was Choyl. It was Bani Bachoyl. And the only part that had Kedusha was the two Lishokais. Either because they were Pasuach Lekaidesh, or because they Badafka wanted to give them Kedusha Sazara. Now according to the Rambam, which were these two rooms that had Kedusha? Now the Rambam and Pirish Mishnayis in Midas, Perek Aleph, Aloch Avov, says Mefurish. He's talking about the Paspasin over there, why they had to make a division. And he says that two of the rooms were Kedesh, and he says, The two rooms that were closer to the Azara, they were Kedesh. And the other two that were further from the Azara, they were Choyl. So it would come out that the two rooms were Kedesh, were the Lishkas Atzloim, and the Lishkas Lechem Aponim. And according to the Rambam, the Rambam says these two, two rooms were Kedesh. We can't be madchik like we've said before that they were back Kaidesh. They were just built by Kedusha, but they did not actually have Kedusha Sazara. Because according to the Rambam, they were Kaidesh. And this would be Ha'ara on the Vilna Gain. The Gros said that the Lishka Satlam was not Niskadesh. 
because Shlomiyarbut's glow and Bazara, it would seem that if the Rambam was not concerned with this, according to the Rambam, it would come out that the Lushka Satsloim did have Kedusha Sahazara. Now the Gemara on Omer Beis discusses that which the Mishnah says, And the Gemara brings a Braisa, Tanara Bonon, Ketan Makrev Chelik Baroish, Oimer Oilo Zuani Makrev, Mincha Zuani Makrev, Ketan Noitel Chelik Baroish, Oimer Chatas Zuani Oichel, Osham Zani Oichel. So the Gvur Sari points out over here, why is it that the Braisa switches when we talk about being Makrev, the Braisa talks about a Oilo and a Mincha. And when we talk about taking a chilek to eat from the carbon, it talks about a chatos and an osham. So he says, Bishlama, we understand by an oila, we could not possibly have been talking about neutral chilek. There's no chilek. Everything goes on the mezbeach. But mincha and osham and chatos, all three of these, we could have spoke about both the hakrova and the achila. All three of these have akrova and achila. Why did the brace have to switch and talk about oila and mincha by akrova and, and chatas and osham by achila? And the Gvurasavi wants to say a big chiddush. He wants to say that the first half, when it says oila zuani makriv, mincha zuani makriv, the brace means to say that the mincha we're talking about is similar to an oila, a type of mincha that goes entirely on the mizbeach. Which mincha is kolil la mizbeach? A mincha's kain. When a coin brings a mincha, there's nothing that's nechal, everything goes on the mizbeach. And if so, the b'risa will be telling us the chiddush, that even when a coin comes and brings his own carbon, for example, he brings a mincha, or the same thing will be true if he brings any other carbon, generally the din is that a coin has a right to be makr of his own carbon. Even if he comes when it's not his mishmar, there are other kainim who are doing the avaydah now. It's not his mishmar bachal. He has a right to be makr of his own carbon. The Gemara Babakama Kuftes learns this out of a pasuk. It says, That a kain, even if it's not his mishmar, he has a right to be makr of his own carbon. And if so, this kain who's coming to bring his mincha, he can do it, he can be makr of it, even though the mishmar wants to do it. He has rights over the mishmar. Nevertheless, the b'risa will be telling us that the kain gadol can take it away from him and be makrevit. The kain will not be able to be ma'akev, the kain gadol, from doing na'vidah on this kain's own carbon. The kain gadol will have a greater kayach than the mishmar. The mishmar cannot take away a carbon from a kain, but the kain gadol can. This is a chiddush of the Gvura Sari. Now the truth is, we can dan about this chiddush, because the lotion that we find in many Rishonim, for example, the Rambam Perakei Hilchot Klayamigdash Shalochu Yud Beis, when he's talking about this din, that the kain can come and do the Avedu whenever he wants, the lotion is, Kain Gadol Einoi Oivid B'Payis, Ela Kol Eis Sheyirtze Lahakriv, Makriv Kol Masheyirtze. The lotion of the Rambam and other Rishonim is, that the Chiddush is that the Kain Gadol does not have to be part of the Payis, He's not equal to the other kainim of the Mishmar who have to win the rights to do the Avaidah through a lottery. Rather, he can be makrev whenever he wants. This is mashma that the Chiddush is that whatever he would have possibly won through a pious, he can do even without a pious. But we can be medayig from this, that when a kain comes to bring his own carbon, that there is no pious bachlau, the kain is makrevit on his own, then the kain gadol cannot take away that Avaidah. But the Gvurah Sari held not like that. The Gvurah Sari held, even in this case, the coin can't take away the carbon. Now a further ha'ara we can make on this Shailah, the Gemara later on at Daf Yutes, there's a sigah, if the coinim are shluchay didan or shluchay derachmona. 
Are Kainim considered a shliach of Klal Yisrael when they do the Avodah? Or is it the Pshat that the Kainim are working for a Kaddish Baruch Hu, they're working for the Migdash, they're not the shliach of the people who are bringing the Karbonis? That's the Sigil later on. Now Toysvis over there, Yintasim at Beis, the end of Dibar Maschum Mi'iko, he discusses what's the Nafkamina Lamaisa, whether they're Shluchei Drachmano or Shluchei Didan. And he says, if you hold Shluchei Drachmano Ninu, so when someone brings a carbon, he cannot be Ma'akev from a Kain, whose Mishmar it is from doing the Avodah. Because it's not up to him, it's not up to him to decide, this Kain is not his Shliach. But if you hold that Shluchei Didan, then he could be Ma'akev from a Kain in that Mishmar from doing the Avodah. Taisus is mashma over there. They can even choose to give it to a kain from a different mishmar. This Tarchonim discuss. This would be seem to be a big chiddush. But Al Kaparim, one thing Taisus definitely does say is that if you hold kainanim or shluchi didan, a kain cannot do an avodah bal korchoch of the bala carbon. And the sefer Ha'aris from Rebbe Yashiv Zetzal, he discusses what about a kain gadol. Can a kain gadol come and take a carbon yachid and be makrevit against the will of the bala carbon? Do we say here also, and the Kayin Gadol also cannot do Avedah of the one of the one who's bringing the carbon? And he says, if that would be true, that he cannot do it, then when the Braitha says, we'll have to be talking about a case of Oilas Tibor, not Oilas Yachid. Because in Oilas Yachid, if you hold Kayin, a Kayin Gadol cannot do against the will of the Baal carbon. Al-Kalponim, what's negated to this Gvuras Ari, if you hold like Taisus and Dafya Tess, that according to the man, you cannot do a carbon against the will of the Bala carbon. And like Rabbi Yashif says, even the Kain Gadol cannot do that. So if so, in the case of the Gvuras Ari, when the Kain wants to be maker of his own carbon, the Kain Gadol should not be able to come and take it away Bal Karchoy and be maker of it. Now the Gvurah Sari gives another tarot to his original Kasha. Why is it that we split up when we talk about a Krava, we talk about a Oila and a Mincha, and when we talk about being Neutel Chelek, we talk about a Oshem and a Chatos. And he says we did not want to combine and say that a Koyin could be Makriv Ve'oichel by a Oshem or a Chatos or a Mincha, because that would be Mashma that the only time a Koyin Gadol gets a Chelek is if he's actually being Makriv the carbon. However, if he wasn't Makrivit, then we would say that he doesn't have a right to take a chilek. Therefore, the Baiser splits it up and talks about different carbonis to show us that even if he was not Makriv anything from this carbon, still he has a right, he can take a chilek from the carbon. The Meiri in Arasugyam makes this point as well. He says, even though he wasn't Makriv anything from this carbon, nevertheless he has a right to take a chilek to eat from. And Rashi in Hirius, Yud Beis Amad Beis, Dibar Maschov, Noital Chilek Baroish, he also says this. He says, Noital Chilek Baroish, Afar Pisha, Eino Makriv. Now the Gvurasari is Maisav, he says, what is the Pshat that he could take a Chilek even though he wasn't Makriv? He says, The Yofe Koychoi Ka'anche Mishmar. Afagav Dein Makriv, Ela Echen Mehen, Kulam Cholkin Vaichlin. The din is that all the Anshayim Mishmar have a right to take a Chilek in the carbon, not only the Kain who is Makriv that specific carbon, the Basar is divided to all the Anshay Mishmar, and the Kain Gadol himself is like the Anshay Mishmar, therefore he gets a Chilek even though he was not Makriv. The Mashmais of the Gvurasari is that the Kain Gadol is considered a Chilek of the Anshay Mishmar, and that's why he can get a Chilek even though he wasn't Makriv, just like the Anshay Mishmar get a Chilek even those that were not Makriv. And therefore it would come out from this Gvurasari that even though we know the Kain Gadol, really has a mile over other kayanim. He can take whichever chilek he wants, he can choose the best part. But it's mashma that if you would not be considered one of the Anshay Mishmar, then he wouldn't get a chilek bechlal. 
So therefore, the first step we have to say is that he has a right to get a chilek, even though he was in Makriv, because he's like one of the rest of the Anshay Mishwar. And then we can also be mechadish more than that, that he can either even take whichever chilek he wants, he can choose the best chilek. Now this Yisoyed, that the Kohen Gadol is like one of the Anshay Mishmar, Reb Shach and Navi Ezri, Perak Hei, Hilchos Klei Amigdash, Halacha Yud Beis, he discusses this Yisoyed. And he's going that which the Rambam Paskins over there, the Rambam says, Harehu Bekotshei HaGvul Kishar HaKoyanim. This is a Tosefta here in the first parak of Yuma. That says that even though we, we say the Kohen Gadol is Makrev Chelik Barayish, Benoitel Chelik Barayish, but Bekotshei Gvul, he's like any one of the other Koyanim. And the Rambam in the Pirish Mishnah is here on Air Mishnah brings this din as well. Now what exactly is Kotshei HaGvul? So the Aviyazri discusses, he says, L'chaira means like Shrumo or Chalo. The Gemara Babakama Kuf Yudam and Beis lists Ten things which are considered Kodshik Vul. Chuma, Chala, Pidina Ben, amongst other things. However, Rabshach asks, what does it mean that the Kain Godel is like one of the other Anshay Mishmar? These things, Chuma and Chala, are not divided by the Anshay Mishmar. The din is that the Bailam has a Toivas Hano, he can choose any Kain he wants to give these Matonis. So what does it mean that the Kain Godel is like, a, like one of the Anshay Mishmar by Kodshik Vul? So he says it's like, for example, there are certain Kodshayak Vul that are Nishalik to the Anshay Mishmar, like Gezel Hager. If someone steals from a Ger and the Ger is Nifter, the din is that it goes to the Kainim. Which Kainim get it? The Kainim of the Anshay Mishmar. Or also, Stay Achuza, if it wasn't Nifter and Yoivul comes, the din is that it's Yitzel Kainim. Which Kainim get it? The Anshay Mishmar. Or Stay Charomim. These are examples that are divided by the Anshay Mishmar. And that the Rambam is saying, and the Tesefter says, that the Kohen Golod gets a chilek equal to any other of the Anshay Mishmar. And on this, Avi Azri asks, what does it mean? Why is the Kohen Golod like the, one of the Anshay Mishmar? Lachar, he's not shaykh to any specific Anshay Mishmar. The din is that Avodah he can do whatever he wants. But where do we see that he's considered a part of one of the Anshay Mishmar? And therefore the Aviyazri is Mechadish, he says, once we find that a Kain Gadol can come and do a Vaidu whenever he wants, we see from that that the Kain Gadol is considered part of every single one of the Mishmarais. And therefore if the Mishmar receives Gezel Ager, or Esteh Achuzor, or Esteh Haromim, even though the Kain Gadol cannot take it all for himself, here it's not Neschadish, that it's Neutel Chelik Barayish, but nevertheless, since he's one of the members of every Mishmar, so he can divide together with that Mishmar. And this seems to be the same Yisoyed that the Gevur Sabi is saying. That in order for the Kaingol to take a Chilek, even though he was not makr of that specific carbon, the Pshat is because he's considered one of the Anshay Mishmar. And Eine Chanami is Neschadish, that he's Neutel Chilek Barosh, that he's even better than the other Kainim, he can choose whichever Chilek he wants, but the first step would be to say that he's considered one of the Anshay Mishmar. Without that, he would not have gotten a Chilek Bechlal. Now the Chazdi David on Tesefta over here, he seems to say otherwise. He says that when the Tesefta says that the Kohen Gadol is Neschalik with the other Kohenim, B'Kodshi Agvul, he says that means to say that if the Mishmar that the Kohen Gadol is Shaykh to, if his Mishmar received either a Steachuzo or a Gezlager, then the Kohen Gadol gets a Chilik together with the other Kohenim. The Mashmois of this Chazdi David is that the Kohen Gadol is Shaykh to one specific Mishmar. Bestowed with the same Mishmar that he was before he was appointed to be a Kayin Gadol, when he was a Kayin Hedyet. And the Chassid David says, then we'll get a Chilik together with the other Kayanim in his Mishmar. But it will be Mashmar that he's not considered a member of every Mishmar. Now in the Sefer Shmuis Chaim on Yuma, he brings a few rayas to the Yisoid of the Avi Yazri, that the Kayin Gadol is considered a member of every Mishmar. He says, firstly, the Loshan of the Rambam. The Rambam says that the Kayin Gadol is not Ovid Bepayis, Elokol Eshe Yitzel Makriv. 
He doesn't have to be part of the pious. He can be makriv whenever he wants. That will be mashma that even without the chiddush of kol eis sheyirtze lahakriv makriv, but definitely he's not worse than any one of the other kainim in the mishmar. He would have been able to do avayda if he wins the pious. That's mashma that the kain gadol would be considered a member of every one of the mishmaris. Another ayah he brings is from the Gemara Baba Basra Daf Kuf Mem Gimel Omer Aleph, which quotes our sugya Behemshech. Rebbe brings a drasha v'hoisel la'aron v'lebanov mechta la'aron u'mechta la'banov. Rebbe Rebbe holds that the lechem upon him is divided equally between Aaron u'banov. And the Gemara of there says the plan of the drasha is like this because b'lav hachi Aaron bar chaluka. Why does the Torah have to specify Aaron? Anyhow, Aaron could get a chilek together with the other kainim. The Gemara says that's how we know that Aaron gets half because he already would have been able to get a chilek. The Torah goes out of its way to say Aaron Ubanov specifies Aaron to show that he gets half. The Rabbanon in the Kibbutz Shiurim above Basra Ois Tov Kuf Beis asks Akasha, why is it so posh that Aaron would get a chilek? Every kain only gets a chilek in the Mishra that he's part of. So the Torah has to specify Aaron to tell us that he can get a chilek with every mishmar. But where do you see that Aaron gets half? He gets just as much as everyone else put together. So from here's the raya, the Shmuel Chaim says, from this kashra we see that it's partial that the kain gadol is part of every, each and every mishmar. And therefore the Gemara says that Aaron did not have to be specified. Either way we knew that he could have gotten a chilek. So the Torah says Aaron Ubanov to tell us, Mechtel Aaron Mechtel Ubanov. One more raya that will mention that the Shmuel Chaim brings. There's a kasha from Rabbi Rucham Fischel Perlau in his Pirush on the Rasag. It's in the first chilek, Omad Shin Ayin Zayin. He brings a kasha. The Gemara Yid Vomaz Dav Mem says a drosha, Matzah Toichel B'mokam Kodesh. This is the mitzvah of the Achila of the Menachos. The Gemara says it's an extra pasuk because there's already an earlier pasuk that says, V'hanoisim min amincha yoichlu. And the Gemara says, Hava amina rotza hu oichla, rotza koyin acher oichla. The extra pasuk is to tell us Dafka this kain has to eat it and not any other kain. Now Toysis over there has two pshatim. What does this Gemara mean? The first part of Toysis is that the Joshua is coming to tell us that Dafka the kain of that Mishmar or that base Av have to eat the carbon and you cannot give it to a kain from a different Mishmar. The second shot of Toysis is that the Drosh is telling us that the Kain who is a Makriv of this carbon, he has to get some Chilik in the carbon. He doesn't have to eat the whole thing. The whole thing is divided between the Anshay Mishmar. But you have to make sure that he at least gets one Chilik, the Kain who is Makriv it. Now he asks the Kasher of Yeruch Fishel, Asigu says that the Kain Golok can say, Chataz Oshem Pashas Mincha as well, the Kain Golok can take what he wants. Like we'll see soon, the Lashon of the Rambam and Hilchas Maisa Karbonis, Paragyur, Alachot Yud Ches, the Rambam says, Kain Golok Oichel Shaloi Bechaluko, Elenoitel Kolmashe the Kain is unlimited, he can take what he wants. And the Kasher is, if so, if he does this, we're being Mavato an essay. Toysis explains that the Gemara's Drasha is that the Anshay Mishmar have to eat the carbon. How could we be mevatel this essay and let the kain gadol take whatever he wants? And the Shmuel Chaim says, according to this yisai, the kasha is not shver. The kain gadol is considered a member of every mishmar, and if the kain gadol takes and eats, that's not being mevatel the mitzvah's essay. The anshei mishmar is eating the carbon. This would answer only according to the first tarets of Taisus, according to the second tarets of Taisus, that the makrov has to get a chilek of the carbon, then it would still be shver, the chayr of the kayin should not be able to take the entire carbon, because then he would be mavat al the essay, the makrov will not end up getting any chilek of the carbon. 
that's the side of the Aviyezri, Pashas the Gvur Sabri is saying like that, like the Shmuz Chaim brings many rayas too, that the Kaingadol is considered a member of every Mishmar. However, like we said, the Chazdei David on the Tesefta is mashroom not like this. He holds that the Kaingadol is considered a member only of the one Mishmar that he was always part of. He's not considered a member of each and every Mishmar. Now the Brisa brings the Machlokes Rebbe and the Chachamim how to divide the Lecham upon him. Rebbe says that Mechta Aaron or Mechta Labanov, that's the Joshua of Hoysel Aaron or Labanov, like we explained earlier, the Gemara Baba Basar Kufmim Gimel explains that Aaron, anyways, would have gotten the Chalik, the Torah singles him out, then he should get half. And the Chacham will know that he gets one less than half. So therefore, if they were dividing 12 instead of 6, he would get 5. And if there were only 10 to divide, instead of 5, we'll get 4. Now the Gemara originally was bothered by, according to the Chachamim, it can't be that he gets one out of the two Shtei Alechem, and therefore that part of the Brisa would have to go according to Rebbe. And that the Gemara answers, no, that Lav Oyrech Ara Lameisav Prusel Lekain Gadol, and therefore you could give one out of the two of the Shtei Alechem to the Kain Gadol. Now Toysus over here, Dibar Maschal Humbaidu, Toysus says the Gemara really knew the whole time that you can't give a Prusa to the Kain Gadol. Because if not, what will be the pshat? Why is it that when there's 12 to divide, we give 5 to the Kain Gadol? In other words, instead of 6, we take off 1 sixth and we give 5 to the Kain Gadol. And when there's 10 to divide, instead of 5, we give 4. There you're taking off a fifth. So why is it that sometimes you take off a sixth and sometimes you take off a fifth? So it must be the Gemara knew the whole time, Lav Erech Ara, you don't start dividing the Lechem. You always give them a whole amount. And therefore, you always give 5 or 4. However, the Gemara thought. That since you can't give half to the Kain Gadol, according to the Rabbanon, so if you have a choice, either to give a broken Lechem to the Kain Gadol, or to give him Shavah B'Shavah, the same amount, equal to everyone else, it would be better to give him a broken piece, than to give him equal to everyone else. On that, the Gemara answers, So therefore it's better to give him Shavah B'Shavah with everyone else, than to give him a broken piece. Now what exactly is the Pshad in the Shita of the Rabbanon? Why did the Rabbanon hold that you get a little bit less than half? So the Gvurasri asks this as a kashi. He says, Maman of Shach, do the Rabbanon hold of the Joshua of Rebbe or not? If they do not hold of the Joshua of Mechta La'aron or Mechta Labanov, then Mehechi Teisa Bechlal, that the Kohen Gadol should get close to half. Where do we get that amount from? Why can't he take so much? We don't have such a Joshua. Elamai then mask him to the Joshua, that Mechta La'aron or Mechta Labanov, so why do they have to take less than half? So the Gvurasri says, and he quotes that Toysus mentioned this also, that this is also a svar of Lav Oyrech Ara. Be'etzim the Kohen Gadol really has a right to take half. Rabbanon do hold of the Joshua of Mechtel Arnold, But it's Lav Oyrech Ara, it's not proper that he should take equal to everyone else put together, so he takes slightly less than half. And this really was the shackle of Atari of the Gemara, according to Toysus. Both of these are svars of Lav Oyrech Ara. First of all, that the Kohen Gadol should not take an equal share to everyone else. And secondly, Lava Erech to give the Kohen Gadol a Prusa. And the Shackle of Atari was, which Lava Erech overrides the other one? Originally the Gemara held that the Lava Erech of taking an equal share, that's more important not to be over that, and we'd rather give the Kohen Gadol a Prusa. And that the Gemara concludes, no, giving a Kohen Gadol a Prusa, that's worse, and we'd rather give him an equal share to everyone else. That's Taisus' chat. And the Taisus' Shonim, if we look, he says in Dibra Maschal, the Amri Shakal Palga, He's going in the Shita of the Rabbanon, and the Loshon is, Umechta la'aron umechta la'banev lav dafka she'yit al-keneged kulom, el-akarev l'mechta. The Mashmais of the Taisa Sashonim is that the Rabbanon are maskim to the Joshua of Mechta la'aron umechta la'banev, but it's lav dafka mamash half, rather karev l'mechta. Now perhaps the Taisa Sashonim as well means like the Taisa and the Gvur Sari, 
that really the drosha is mechzel aronu mechzel abanov, but it's lavoyach aron, and therefore we give him a little less than half. And the Ritzvah says differently. The Ritzvah says that the Rabbanon do not hold b'chlav of the drosha of the Rebbe. And where do we get that according to the Rabbanon they could take slightly less than half? He says, Efsha Gemara Gemirla. Maybe there was a Messiah to such a din. But it's not learned out of the Pasuk. Now according to the Ritzvah, the Shakla Vatari of the Gemara will be differently. The Havmin of the Gemara we held, since it's Gemirla, since we know there's a din, that a Kaingon has to take less than half, so how can he possibly take one Chala out of two Chalas? And even though giving him a Prusa is Lav Oyer but we can't possibly give him a half. It's Gemirla that he can't take a half. So what's the Gemara's Teretz? The Gemara answer is Lav Oyer so here we need to explain a little bit according to the Ritzvah. What happened to the Din? You can't get a half. So the Ritzvah himself feels necessary to explain the Gemara, and this is his Lashon. He says, Since you can't give him a Prusa, so then already you have to give him one Chala out of two. The Ritzvah means, once you can't give him a Prusa, so he would end up with nothing. And you have to at least give him one, you can't give him nothing. So the whole Gmiri, that he should get less than everyone else, is only if that way he'll get something, but if he's going to end up with nothing, then there's no din that he has to get less than everyone else. Now let's look back at the Lashon of the Braisa. This is actually a Teisefta here in the beginning of Yuma. Now the Torah says Rosh over here brings the kasha b'shem the Yushalmi. The kasha is hocha hu nosiv kulo, hocha hu nosiv palgo. What's the pshat? The chatas and the oshom, the mashmoy says that he can take the whole thing. It doesn't say that he can only take a chelik. And by the lechem upon him and the shteya lechem, it says that he should take half. So the Yushalmi answers Amr Abzera kan bekarben yochid, kan bekarben tzibur. By the Shtei Alechem and the Lechem upon him, that's a carbon Tzibur. There, there's a din that he takes half. But by a carbon Yochid, if there's a private Chattas or Oshom that someone brings, the Kohen Golo can come and say that he wants to take the whole thing. And it's Mashmur that both according to Rabbi and according to the Rabbanon, by a carbon Yochid, the Kohen Golo could take the whole thing. However, there's no explanation given why there should be a Chilik between a carbon Yochid and a carbon Tzibur. Perhaps by a carbon Yochid, there's always new Karbanis, there's no set amount, there can always be more. So the Kohen Gadol, if he wants to come and take one, he can take this one. The Anshe Mishmer will take the next one. But a carbon see where there's a set amount, it's a Dover Kotsuv, there there's a Din that it's divided equally, or according to the Rabbanon, he gets a little bit less than half. Now if you look at the Rambam, the Rambam in Hilchas, Tamidim Musaf and Perak Dawid, Halacha Yud Dawid, he paskins the Din by Lechem upon him. He says, Kohen Gadol la'olam noitol mikol mishmar chatziya chalais, shezacha behen, shenemar v'hoysel la'aron ulebanov, mechzel la'aron ulebanov, mechzel he passes like Rebbe over here, that the Kohen Golo can take half. And the Ramam and Hilchas Klayam Migdosh, Perakei Alocha Yudbeiz, he says, Ketzad, how is the Kohen Golo Noitel Chelik Barosh? Kishayirza Oimer Zuachatas Shali, Vizua Asham Shali. The Ramam brings both Dinam of the Tesefta, Kitsurasa. He doesn't say any Chilik about a carbon Yochin and a carbon Tzibor, he just brings the way the Tesefta says, Bifonenu. Now the Ramam and Hilchas Meiser Karbonois, there the Ramam is mashma, that the Kohen Golok can take from the carbon as much as he wants. The Ramam doesn't make any mention about taking half. So we don't find any chilik in the Ramam between a carbon yochid and a carbon seaboard. In the Sefer Yeriah Shloimoy, on the Ramam Hilchas Klei Migdosh that we mentioned, he says that when the Ramam says, shali, the Ramam means that there's a few chatois over there, there are a number of chatois that were brought, 
and the Kohen Godel can take one for himself. But if there's only one Chatos, then he can't go and take the whole thing. Then he has to take half. He tries to make these two Rambams coincide that you can always take only half and not more than half. And there's no difference between the Lechem Aponim and other Karbonis. By both of them, the, Ram, the Rambam holds you can only take half. And this Rambam means there are other Karbonis available. But Lemaisa would seem to be schwer still. The Rambam doesn't mention anywhere the din of taking half by a Karbon. The only place that he mentions it is by Lechem Aponim. So there's another Mahalach in the Rambam that the Achreinim say, which is based on a Raven in Teres Kayanim. It's in Parshas Tav, Parag Vav, Pasuk Tes. The Pasuk says, V'hanoiseres mimenu yoichlu aronu bonov. And the Teres Kayanim makes a drosho, L'aron t'chilo v'achakach l'bonov. L'aron shaloi b'machloikis, u'l'bonov b'machloikis. The Pasuk says, Aronu bonov to tell us the Aron's first and then bonov. Aron does not take with the chaluka and his bonim do. And the Raivet explains that Machlekes means Chalukah. And the drosha of the Torah's Kainim is that even though we have a Pasuk that says, V'chol mincha belulu b'ashemen, v'chareiva l'chol b'nei Aaron tia ishke ochiv, that's a Pasuk in Perek Zayin. Pasuk Yud, there the Pasuk says that all b'nei Aaron have to divide equally, Kan hoitzi Aaron mechlal bonov, loyma shuhulay b'chalukah. Here the Torah separated Aaron to say that he does not have to take with a Chalukah together with the rest of the Bonim. Elakoma shagirtze yito. This is all the Lashon of the Ravid. However, the Ravid continues, Something which is really to be divided, so the Ravid quotes this part of the mission that says, the Machloik is Rebbe and the if you take half or less than half. And the Ravid says, that's by Dover Shayish by Chalukah. Like the Lechem Aponim and the Shteya Lechem and the other Menachas which have a number of Chalois. And he continues, Mikomokim with Dover Shayna Roy Lechalukah, something which is not divisible, Kigoyin Mincha Achas, Oichatos Achas, Vaoshom Achas, Hu Noital Kiritsainoi, the Lav Oirach Aro, the Rav is being mechalik between Dovah Sheyesh Bechaluka and Dovah Sheyin Bechaluka. Something which is Yesh Bechaluka, there there's a din how much he's supposed to take. Either half or less than half. That's, that's like by Lechem Aponim, by Shteya Lechem, or other Chalis of Mincha. But if you have a whole Mincha, one single Mincha, which will have to be cut and divided, or one Chatos, will have to divide one animal, there there's no such din that he takes Mechza. And he takes whatever he wants. So it would seem according to the Rav that there's two different droshas. The drosha that Erebreiser brings, V'hoysa l'arnu l'banov, mechta l'arnu, mechta l'banov. And the drosha of the Teres Kayanim, V'hoysa l'arnu, yoichlu arnu banov, arn shuloi b'chaluka, u'banov b'chaluka. And the Rav explains that the drosha of V'hoysa l'arnu banov, mechta l'arnu, mechta l'banov, that's davash yesh b'chaluka. Something which has a number of peep, of parts to it, so it's divisible. There the Kohen Gadol gets half, or a little bit less than half. But one behemoth, or one mincha, there we can't say that he should get half, or a chilek. There the Kohen Gadol, if he wants, he can take the whole thing. And this could be shot in the Rambam as well. The Rambam only mentions mechza by lechem upon him. That's a davar sheyesh b'chalukah. But by karbonis, the Rambam says... He can take the whole thing. Or like the Ramah Meister Karbonis, he says, There there's no specific amount that he's supposed to take. 
Because since it's one whole item, the Torah did not want to designate a specific part for him. That would not be mechobed for the Kain Gadol. So all we do is we say that he can take whatever he wants. And if he wants, he can even take the whole thing. This is the Mahalach that some want to say in the Rambam. But perhaps you can say a further chilek. The Rambam is mashma that there's a fundamental difference between the Chalukah of Lechem Aponim and other Karbonis. The Rambam in Hechos Klei Migdosh is talking about all the dinim of the Kain Gadol. All the schuyos that the Kain Gadol has. And the Lashon over there is the Rambam says, If he wants to do Avoid, he can do Avoido. He has a schos to come and say, I'm taking this chatos. Those are all the schuyos of the Kain Gadol. However, in Hilchas Tumidim and Musafin, there the Rambam is talking about how to divide the Lechem upon him. How it's divided amongst the Mishmaris. And there the Rambam says, how much does the Kain Gadol get? This Rambam is not mashma that it's a schus, that the Kain Gadol could come and say, I'm taking away the Lechem upon him. The Rambam does not use that lotion, Kishiritze Yochel Leimar Chetchevani Noitel. The Rambam says that the Lechem upon him is divided between the Mishmaris and the Kain Gadol. The mashmais is that the original chalukah, the intention is that half of the lechem upon him should be neschalet to the mishmar and half to the kain gadol. It's not that the kain gadol has a schus to come and ask for it. Rather, the Torah originally intended that it should be divided this way. And the truth is, even the lotion of the brice is a little bit mashm like that. The brice says, Oymer chata zuani oichel, oshem zuani oichel. V'noitel chala mishtei chalais. It doesn't say, Oymer chala achas mishtei chalais ani noitel. In the Rambam, the Dik is a bit stronger. The Rambam, the, the Lashon is, Kishayirtze Oimer. The Rambam says that, Kishayirtze, he says, Chata Zuani Oichel, Oshem Zuani Oichel. And by the Lechem upon him, the Rambam says, Noitel. So the Rambam understood, the Drosha of, Ahisel Arnu Lebanov, Mechtel Arnu Mechtel Lebanov, the Torah is telling us, how Luchat Chila to divide it. Now, Enechanami, if the Kohen Gadol wouldn't want, he could surely be Mevater and not take his full share. But the Ikar Chalukah, the original intention of the Torah was that it should be Mechtel Aaron or Mechtel Abanov. The Torah doesn't say anything that if he wants, he could come and ask for it. The Torah tells us how to divide it. Now, we could learn in the Rambam as well, similar to what we were saying before in the Ravid, that there's really two Joshas. The Rambam could be masking to the Josh of the Teres Kayanim, Vanaiseres Bimenu Yochlu Aaron Ubanov, Aaron Tchilav Achakach Banov. That Pasuk is talking about a regular Mincha. There it's Mistab, the Torah is telling us that Aaron has a schus to come and ask for some of it. He can take from the Mincha, but there the, the Pshat is not that part of it is designated Mitchilo for Aaron Ubanov. It's not Mistab that from every Mincha that anyone in Klai brings, half of it is intended for the Kohen Gadol. That's not Mistabra. What's the Kohen Gadol going to do with so many Menachas? So that Joshua is telling us a different Geder. There the din is it's a schus that the Kohen Gadol can come and ask for the Mincha. And from that the same name we would learn to Chatas and Oshom. The Kohen Gadol could say Chatas Zuani Oichel, Oshom Zuani Oichel. And only by Lechem upon him, there we have a different Joshua. That's a different gather. There the Torah is telling us that half of it is intended for the Kohen Gadol and half for the Mishmar. By Shtei Alechem as well, the Rambam in Perichas, Tvidim and Musaf in Halacha Yud Aleph, he says, V'chein Shtei Chalois, Noitel Kohen Gadol Achas Mehem. V'ashenim Eschalek Eschalem Mishmaris. 
The Rambam there also is mashma that the Shtei Alechem is originally intended, one should be for the Kohen Godol and one for the other Mishmaris. Like the Mishmaris of the Brisa as well by us, that the Shtei Alechem also is originally intended to go one Chala to the Kohen Godol. That perhaps is learned out from the Lechem upon him. That it has the same gather, that it's not a thing that the Kohen Godol has to ask for it, rather it's att- intended originally for the Kohen Godol. So it will come out that the Mahalach in the Rambam is similar to the Mahalach we said in the Ravid. Just the Ravid understood that the two Joshua's, one is for when it's Yesh by Chalukah, and one is for Ein by Chalukah. And the Rambam holds that the two Joshua's are two different Gedorim. One is for Shtei Alechem and Lechem upon him. There the Torah is telling us that it's originally intended to go half to the Kain Gadol. And the other Joshua is a different Gedor, a din that the Kain has a schus to ask, that's by all other menachos and by chatos v'ashomos. There it's not that it's originally intended for him. Rather it's a schos that he can ask to get a chilek of the carbon or even the whole carbon if he wants. Now one final nekuda on this sugya about the kohen gadol noital chilek b'roish, the chofetz chaim in his pirush zevach toida on the sugya, he asks the following shaila. This din that the kohen gadol can take whatever chilek he wants, is that only for his own achila or can he take and give it to someone else? And at first the Chafetz Chaim says that if he takes, he doesn't have to eat it all himself. He can give it to whoever he wants. However, he's medayik that the Loshan of the Gemara is, Chatos zu ani oichel, Oshem zu ani oichel. The Mashmai says that he has to take what he intends to eat. And therefore he concludes, Efshar dafkem lekech mitchilo kadei Perhaps only if he took it originally intending to eat it for himself, then if he had left over he could give it to someone else. But he can't take originally something that he does not plan on eating. According to that, then the Pashtus chatas zushani eichel does not mean the whole chatas. The Kohen cannot possibly finish all the bosser of the chatas in one day and one night. So it would mean that a chilek of the chatas he takes, and the diak is that he can only take what he plans on eating for himself. However, this is not Pashtus. Because by the Lechem upon him, where the Kohen Gadol takes either four or five of the Chalais, now each Chala of the Lechem upon him was two Israinim. So four or five Chalais would be eight or ten Israinim. And the Lechem upon him has to also be eaten Yom Velayla. So from when it was Nishalik on Shabbos, the Kohen Gadol would have to finish his Chalik by that night. And eight or ten Israinim is definitely not a normal amount for a Kohen Gadol to finish in this allotted time. So that would seem to be Ha'ara on the Chavetz Chaim. However, perhaps we can say, based on what we meant, what we said before, Bedas Rambam, that there's a chilik b'yesoida between the chaluka of lechem aponim and the noital chilik b'roish that the kohen gadol takes from other karbonos. That from other karbonos, it's a schus that the kohen gadol can take. That perhaps is totally only on what he plans on eating for himself. Like the Chafetz Chaim was medayik in the lotion of the Braisa. Chata zuani yoichel, oshem zuani yoichel. He can't take what he doesn't plan on eating. Masha Enke in the lechem upon him, we were medayik in the Gemara and in the Rambam, that mitchila, it's intended for the Kohen Gadol. Perhaps over there it's different. There he can take it even though he doesn't plan on eating it for himself. He can give it out to others. There's a different gather. There the Torah tells us, that half of the lechem are intended for Aaron Ubanov, that is not dependent on what he plans on eating. And the Rambam and Pirish Mishnayis on Air Mishnah seems to be meduik like this as well. He says, The Kohen Gadol has a schos to eat from the Karbonois whatever shear he would like. That's much that he can take to eat. He cannot take to give out. And like we mentioned before, by the Lechem upon him, where he gets four or five chalois, that he's definitely not taking to eat. So this again will be mashma that there are different gather. 
The din lechem upon him is that it's originally intended for him. He doesn't have to come ask for it. And there he gets it, even if he does not plan on eating it by himself. Masha'enk and other kabarnas, he has a schus to ask. There the mashmai says that he has a schus to ask for what he, impl- he himself plans on eating, but not to give out to others. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.